I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to another episode of, of the, wedding the Wedding Session. session. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite Bridesmaid movie? Okay, well, it's funny you mention that because I I recently just like watched a movie that I watched when I was really young and I didn't quite get it. And it was on TV and I thought, why not? But uh, Picture Perfect with Jennifer Aniston. Oh my God. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I like Jen Aniston. And I was kind of on this like 90s bender. So I thought, oh, why not? Right. And I, I kind of like... I liked her wardrobe, and I actually like everything that Jennifer Aniston wears, just yes, in general. Yeah. And I just watched her on the new Apple show, The Morning Show. Oh, yeah. Ooh, she was so good. Oh, really? Oh, nice. yes. Because her and Reese Witherspoon kind of take on this, like, power female lead role. Okay, so they were sisters on Friends. Oh, right. Right? Oh, my God. I know. I totally that's why forgot. it was a little bit like, oh, they're coming back together. Oh, that's so cute. But the yeah. one thing I didn't like it is uh, Steve Carell was kind of a villain. And I love, love, love him as Michael Scott in The Office. So it, it was a little challenging for me to see him in that role because I do watch The Office a lot. Oh, okay. uh, see, but I, I only know Steve Carell from like The Squirrel on um... – <laughs> what's that movie? Wait, not Despicable Me. Oh, yeah. And on Despicable yeah. Me too, he's wildly hilarious in that. Um, no, he was the squirrel. I are think... you talking about Anchorman? Not an Anchorman. What, where is <laughs> – Steve Carell is a squirrel and it was a kid's movie and I don't remember the name of it. Like, not the – I can't remember, it. but he's oh, hold really hilarious. He's a squirrel. Not like Evan Almighty. No. Steve Carell. Squirrel? Nuts? <laughs> yes. Oh, over the hedge. Over the hedge. He was phenomenal. <laughs> anyway, back to picture But bridesmaid movies, picture yeah. perfect. So I don't know if it's called a bridesmaid movie, but like it was like her journey of like being single and then... Like she being found picture perfect, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the lead man, he was kind of handsome in those times, but as time went on, he definitely became more of a Jay Moore, yeah, like from, he... oh, he's from Jerry Maguire. I know him he's from the, the bad Ghost guy in Jerry Maguire, that's how I can see him as, <laughs> but he was like kind of handsome in this. So, sure. let's talk about the wedding at <laughs> that because there's so many pieces of this wedding that just was so wrong. <laughs> so, first of all, doesn't she hire him to be her date or yeah, something? Yeah, no, she hires him to be her fiance because they had a picture. And, and the picture happened in such a way that we always encouraged not to do. So, like, the first one was there was no assigned seating at all. Oh. So, she rushes to a table with, like, some men, like, some good looking men, but then, like, another couple takes it, like, oh, excuse me. And of course, she's like, everybody's nice in the 90s, right? <laughs> it's okay, it's fine. So she sits at a table with two nuns, a same sex couple, uh-huh. and like two older guys. It's like, she's at a wedding single by herself. Who is she gonna meet? <laughs> so, but like, everybody's like running for their tables, like, for their assigned seating, which is like a no no. So, whenever we see like posts saying, 
Like, I think about not signing your seats. Wrong. No, no, <laughs> so, no. If you have to assign seats, like, don't want to assign them at all, assign your parents and oh. the important people. because you don't. And then watch your friends get all pissed at you later yeah, on. Yeah, like, oh, I didn't get to Oh, everything worked out great. Them. No, it no, didn't. It never no, does. it didn't. Like, Do you know why you haven't heard time. from your friends in a long time? It's because yeah. they're still looking for their seat at table 11. <laughs> they will still be choked. Like, people still get pissed about seating charts, but at least it was an organized <laughs> pissed off moment. Exactly. Okay, so there was no photographer at the wedding. What? The photographer was the guest with the disposable camera. Stop. At each table. Yes. Hard no. Oh my god. We want you to be our photographers. Nay, nay. But Jay, what? Jay Moore. Jay Moore. He was a videographer for their wedding. If you can't, if you can afford a videographer. Now I guess they were friends, and he was also a guest. But like, still, <laughs> no, no, pass. <laughs> uh, and also, like the cameraman who was the videographer. He was wearing a tux the whole wedding. I feel like it was just like his uniform, but he was also a guest. And I thought, okay, maybe he's oh a guest and he's just like videoing in the middle. But then at the end, she go like Jennifer Anderson goes and sees him at a wedding that he's filming that's just like a client. And he's also wearing a tux. So <laughs> <That's> so confusing. <laughs> so like, are okay. you working? Are yeah. you having fun? Like, I don't even Where think we see tuxes at weddings in general. We see suits, really high-end suits, but we... Rarely taxes are, taxes are a very high-end black tie affair yeah, for also sure 90s cameraman <laughs> uh and the best like, suit the last thing was like there was the bouquet toss which which essentially lays the workout for the movie but like they're like oh like this is like the bouquet toss like and all my single friends like come out and of course jennifer aniston is the only single friend oh my god so i remember the scene right? actually she's like just give me the damn bouquet and then everybody laughs and cheers like but by this point like if i didn't have a seat if i had this weird conversation with the cameraman if i had to like grab the bouquet i would have left oh my gosh i'm so remembering (laughs) see you later i'm so remembering this you terrible friend who invited me yeah Yeah. uh but then like the cameraman is the only single guy who gets oh no he actually catches the garter so there was a bunch of single guys and like now in the 2020s if jennifer aston was the only single lady and there was like 20 single guys, she'd be having a great time at the wedding. A fantastic time. <laughs> she wouldn't have time. an issue. <laughs> right. But she's like, by herself. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> so yeah, so she sits like on his lap. That sounds like, like a plot a twist. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but that was my, oh, and they had no chair covers. But if they're not going to have a photographer, then they ain't going to have no chair covers. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Eh? So, oh, my God. If you're watching this wedding, know what not to do. Oh, brutal. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. so, that I was have- my weekend. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I was coming up with this idea. Well, the idea for this podcast. And uh, I was talking with Shani, actually. And she brought up Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. It's a great movie. And she said the reason why it was so successful is because everyone has been at least one of those bridesmaids. Very funny. And and I think we've all been a. We I think we've all been a, been a version of it. Of I think we've all seen a version of it. Mm-hmm. And I it, it that's why I think it resonated so much is because you're always going to have like every wedding we do, you can see who each character is in the bridal party. You can see that, oh, okay, so you're the one that thinks it's your day. Okay, you're the one that's the pushover. Okay, you're the one that's a super sweet cousin that's never been outside before. 
<laughs> you're you're the favorite. You're the favorite. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So and and you know we love working with all of them, but you can kind of like you can kind of see you everything, can see right? It, so yeah. exactly. So in there's case, always one that's like in charge, right? Which exactly. sometimes great, sometimes not sometimes so much. not so much because no. that's our job. Yes. So like, sit down. <laughs> you're in charge of her not crying today. It's your job. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So today, I'm sure you're wondering what our topic is. What? Why? <laughs> Friends theme. Friends theme. <laughs> yeah. So, much like our poor character, Kristen Wiig, <laughs> can you afford to be a bridesmaid? Ooh. This resonates on so many levels with me, I have to say. How many times have you been a bridesmaid? Did you not have this down? <laughs> well, let me think about this. I think, I think about I've been one twice. Really? Yeah, and then a maid of honor at like a... Um, at my friend's, like, very intimate wedding. There's, like, ten of us. <laughs> I think about five. Okay, that's a lot. I think about five times. Mm-hmm. At least four, for sure. Mm-hmm. Isn't that terrible that I can't even remember how many? I mean, over the years. I have five. Oh, no, five. Yeah, at yeah. least. I still have all the dresses. <laughs> Guess what? You can wear it again. I've never worn them ever <laughs> again. So if somebody tells you, oh, my God, you can just cut it and wear it again. <laughs> no, you can't. I also spent $300 on this dress. I'm not cutting this thing. Are you kidding? <laughs> it's now a shitty cocktail dress. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So your best friend or your sister or your cousin just got married. Woo! It's exciting. It's exciting. Come you want on, it like, for so long. Well, and especially if you're part of that journey, like you're yeah, just you like waiting happen. for it to happen and yeah. then it happens. And then they ask you to be part of the wedding party, which it's is exciting. double exciting. Yeah. Okay. You get to be along the journey. You get to go on the parties, right? all the photos. Exactly. All the good stuff. Exactly. You're part of like the crew. Um, you're all excited about all these festivities, but maybe in the back of your brain, you're kind of starting to stress out a little bit. Uh, not because of the day itself, but because of the costs associated with leading up to the day. Everyone knows weddings are not cheap, and as things add up, it can put someone in a bit of a tight financial spot. Now, I'm specifically talking to you ladies. Guys, this does apply to you, but I think we can agree being a girl is just hella expensive. (laughs) Reach. So, can you afford to be a bridesmaid? While we live in one of the most expensive cities in the world, we definitely pay for it. And as many of us live on a budget, it can be hard to also save up for a wedding. Especially one that isn't even yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> For those of you under a rock, a bridesmaid is an attendant or an individual that is part of the immediate entourage of the bride. She holds your bouquet when you need to hug someone. She holds your dress when you need to pee. She blocks you from drunk cousins. Girl's part of your crew. I think something you talk about, too, like, when you're younger, like, Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like you have this friendship or a sisterhood for a long time. And like, of course, you want them standing there supporting you in your wedding Absolutely. day. But you forget all the other things. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Did you know the idea of the bridesmaid likely actually started way back in the ancient times? When the bride would be surrounded by a group of women who would dress the same to confuse would-be kidnappers, jealous suitors, and evil spirits. Sorry, I totally read that. <laughs> Basically, they take one for the team. So, do you know what the average Canadian bridesmaid will spend? I'd say, like, from experience, anywhere between one to 2500 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I've spent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I found an article from Slice dated last August, August so 2019, mm-hmm. that broke out the associated costs of being a bridesmaid. Let's just say it worked out to over $2,000. Like, at first, it's not a bad, like, you think, oh, it's fine, but that, that's very true. 
$2,000 is basically like a one-bedroom apartment. That's rent in Vancouver (laughs) that I've just like given to Mm – I've yeah. just paid for somebody else's wedding. Like that's that's a lot of money. Holy cow. Mm. But when you think about it, there's a lot that's involved. So for the average wedding, knowing that there will be some couples that will totally downscale the, you know, the responsibilities and expectations, and there will be other couples that will just be like, nope, we're going to add, add, add. So average wedding, you have the engagement party which means you're buying a new dress and maybe new shoes. You've got hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. You've got your nails. You're traveling to the location. You're paying for parking. Um, then you have your bridal shower. So depending on how you do that shower, whether it's at home or you do potluck or you think of the decor, the cost of the games, again, what you're wearing, um, the gift itself, all that stuff. Then you have the bachelorette party. And the current trend right now is that everybody goes on like a mini vacation. So, mm-hmm. And especially when you're the maid of honor, you're in charge of courting all of this on your credit card. Yeah, that's scary. That's not everybody. And you're relying on you people to, because you obviously someone's got to put down that big chunk and then you're hoping that everyone's going to pay you back. Mm-hmm. So that's always a little bit. And everyone's friends on the bachelorette party. And then you come home and then the. Well, right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you've got this destination bachelorette party. You've got flights, accommodation. You've got multiple wardrobe changes that you've had to go shop for. <laughs> you've got your hair and your nails, all the clubs and partying you've done. Think of the day excursions and. Um, Maybe you're going to eat, I don't know, <laughs> all of your food. Consider that. <laughs> One then, bag of Doritos for the entire For the entire weekend. weekend a slice of pizza <laughs> on the strip. That's all you get, ladies. Uh, then you have the rehearsal dinner. Again, maybe you're getting a new dress. You've got transportation, parking. For your partner. And then you have the wedding. We haven't even had the wedding yet. <laughs> so now you've got, oh, I'm serious. And then you've got, so the bridesmaid dress and your alterations. I have never had a bridesmaid dress under $300 plus alterations. So it can be very expensive. You've got your hair and makeup, again, your nails, you're getting shoes or your other accessories like your purse. You've got your wedding gift. What about the transportation if the couple didn't get a limo? Mm-hmm. So I can see how two grand could fly out that window pretty dang quick. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Super quick. How did you do it with yours? Because so you had you had younger. what five girls? Six. You had six girls. Yeah. And now, t- granted, three of them were my blood relatives, yeah. and for years they wanted to be my wedding party, and I was totally for it. Mm-hmm. So I was twenty-seven when I got married, and I had no experience with wedding and wedding planning. Would I do it differently? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> However, the way I had it worked for me at the time. Mm-hmm. But I had six people, so my family is huge, and Tim's family is also big. So he had three brothers in his. So our wedding party had six each side, but three of them were blood related to us. Yeah. Uh, so for my stag, like, I think I was pretty—I wouldn't say poor, but I was pretty budget conscious for sure at the time. So did you do? Did you stay local and just do? We went to Whistler, okay. and Whistler is awesome. Mm-hmm. And it had a local rate. So if you were a BC resident, you got 25% off your nice. hotel. And we all stayed in, and Whistler has tons of like apartments and chalets, right? Mm-hmm. So we stayed in this three bedroom condo for one night. You split that between six girls. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it it's was doable. pretty cheap. Yeah. yeah. Now older, I would want a nicer accommodation. Mm-hmm. But I think that just comes with time and age. When you're young, you don't really care. Yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't say 27 is young, but I would say that between that time of my life and now I would have been like I'll get my own room yeah (laughs) I'm not sharing with you guys but I think like the idea of going away with your friends for fun for a purpose 
is fun. And I also, For sure. they decked me out in the boa. I had a crown on. Um, oh, it's so fun. You're singled yeah. out. You're all done up. Like you've been, you've done it for all your girls. It's your yes. turn. It's like a rite of passage. I totally, totally get it. And then my it. cousin Erin had like just turned 19. So she was super new to this like party scene. So her kind of first experience was with me and Whistler and oh, all my friends my who Lord. she knew. Yeah. So we got <laughs> Did into Did we break club. her? <laughs> no, she had, she, she had a lot of fun though. <laughs> but like we get into this club. I'd say there was like 20% of the club was women. And then a stag walks in. So I had like a great experience. You had a really time. great time. And I ran into two guys from high school that I hadn't seen. And I'm, of course, Whistler like, is so weird for that. Yeah. And I'm like glowing. I'm like, have like my wedding diet of carrots. <laughs> so <laughs> oh they're gosh. like, Terrain. I was like, what's up? <laughs> I, like, I feel my amazing. So yeah. like, <laughs> but I have been a bridesmaid too. We'll get into that. But I, the girls, my girls were prepared to pay for mm-hmm. their stuff. Mm-hmm. I never had to ask them to pay. They just assumed. In Whistler, they all took turns. But I never was a bride that was like, I need to do this, this, and this. Example, like we got a three-bedroom condo, which I p- booked. And then they just gave me whatever money it was. I'd say like maybe 60 bucks a person. It was very affordable. Mm-hmm. Because I think... If I was a bridesmaid, I would want that treatment. So mm-hmm. that's what happened. Well, especially if you're going away yeah. like that, the mm-hmm. assumption that if you want everyone to be there, you kind of have to make sure that everyone feels included. Yeah. And I think I even rented an SUV for us just for fun. Because cool. I was like, whatever. <laughs> like I had really good rates with the hotel I was working with. So mm-hmm. I think I got an SUV for 80 bucks for the weekend. It was something so minuscule, but it was really... It was worth it. Yeah. So like... Yeah. As a bride, I was less demanding. I got more out of it. They did my bridal shower. They hosted it. They paid for everything. Like, they did it all, but I never was once like, you need to do this. Right. Which I think helped. And how about for the actual wedding itself? Did, did, were you able to help them with the, like, for the dresses, for example, the hair and makeup? They bought all their own dresses. The dress was on sale, which worked quite well. Mm -hmm. I got their hair and makeup done. Nice. Um, I took care of their hotel, our transportation there. The only thing they needed to pay for was their dress and maybe their jewelry. But I never once was like, you need to get this specific shoe. I was like, hey, if you can do a nude shoe or a wedge, that's great. Yeah. But I, like, they were all wearing different shoes, which didn't matter. Right. Uh, I think half of them had tattoos, so I never was, like, cover the tattoos. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. And then one of my bridesmaids actually got married a week before me, and I was in her wedding party. So Mm -hmm. our weddings were only a week apart. And she had a ton of Mendy on her hand from, because she married um, an Indian gentleman. Yes. Now she asked me, she's like, I'm really sorry, like the Mendy's going to stay on my hand. And I was like, what cool. kind of person am I to say like, no, you can't have that? Yeah. Like, no, that's not my, I don't care. You just wear it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, shit. yeah. Yeah. So that was my experience mm-hmm. with my bridesmaids. Downside, there's a lot of logistics moving around. Yeah. Now what for I do sure. for a living now, that makes sense why I was able to handle it. But there was a lot of back and forth texts and like, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we need the hotel here. You can get Starbucks. It was like a lot of that. We planned weddings with mm-hmm. small wedding parties. And I like it a lot more. I like that one person. Mm-hmm. There's less people I got to deal with. <laughs> less drama. Mm-hmm. And I kind of talk a little bit about that. But yeah, I think it's a little bit... I feel like people really glaze over the idea of the whole intimate bridal party yeah i think it's really really important that i think you have the people the people who are around you 
are the people that are going to support you and they're going to go to bat for you. And especially if you have like, if there's drama going on with the wedding Mm -hmm. that you can rely on them, that's the reason why they're there. You can call them at five in the morning or, you know, and and whatever, and just be like, I just need to rant because I'm just so upset about something Mm -hmm. or, um, you want to go shopping with them. Like those are the people that they're your people. They should be there. Right. It Mm -hmm. shouldn't be like, I need to invite the entire village, (laughs) which I've been part of those weddings. Yeah. And then like, unfortunately I have a really bad, habit I guess of saying yes to everybody I've gotten better over the years I would Mm. say my best friend Sarah has been detrimental to that and uh, probably my husband it's just being like not everybody has to be included or not everything like everybody has to do everything Mm -hmm. it's like you can say no and still not be hated by everybody yeah (laughs) for sure well I mean there's that guilt right it's like like I was in your party or like you were in my party or oh yeah like we were friends in high school but like are we friends now it's like do not I wish I would have said no to certain things that happened. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that also comes with a little bit of age and wisdom too, I think as well. Yes. Um, but like yeah. your friends aren't going to defriend you for not being in a wedding party. If anything, based on this podcast, they'll save money and like you for it. They might like you for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it can be kind of the kiss of death a little bit sometimes if you are in bridal parties. Yes. We've heard more stories about friends not being friends anymore mm-hmm. because of wedding parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that was my experience. I know, right? <laughs> so I checked in with my resident scholar on all things weddings and bridal party, my mother. Um, and she's been a bridesmaid many times in her life. And she brought up actually a really good point. The wedding industry has actually evolved a lot, even over the last 10 years. So the expectations for a bridesmaid, I think, has also changed as well. So, for example, culturally speaking, I've mentioned this a few times. My mom is from Portugal. We have huge community and everyone was always invited. It was, you know, we're, talk, we're talking weddings of like small weddings of 500 people. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy town. Um, but she said that, you know, back then it was either you or someone in your family or you had a seamstress that actually made your bridesmaid dress. You might pay for the fabric, but it was made for you. It was really, really rare actually. So my mom and my dad, they had a very short engagement in off season. So they actually bought off the rack. She's like, it was all on sale, but it was very rare that I was able to do that. We literally just didn't have time to have the dresses made, but typically that's kind of what you did. Um, and then, (laughs) as I said, I've been a bridesmaid many, many times. Um, and I distinctly remember, I think I was about nine. It was for my cousin's wedding. And I actually remember going to the mall and we had, um, for for any of you who has ever had an ethnic wedding, you know how you had those like silk shoes that you dyed to the color of your dress? I distinctly remember being there and they dyed it the wrong color. It was very dramatic and it was like a week before the wedding and we're like, we don't have time to get new shoes. Oh, it was bad. And they used to dye, like they would, um, the ink from the, the dye would seep onto your heels. So you would take your shoes off at the end of the wedding and you'd have like, a little line on your heel. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, but when you think about what, you know, how much a wedding a bridesmaid dress costs today, like I say, I've never spent anything less than $300. Um, there's definitely a savings in having it made yourself, right? Um, also, she said, we did our own hair and makeup. We, you know, you painted your little claws and you did your own pedicure and you drove yourself to the church. Like nobody else did that for you. So that's a huge savings as well. Do you want to get eyelash extensions? Uh, okay. Like, you know, now that's an option now. Now you can go crazy stuff. But before it's like, make sure you have mascara on. Are you wearing lipstick? That was it. You know, you did it all yourself. So, I mean, if you want to, if you want a visual, 
watch the getting ready scene in my big fat greek wedding (laughs) (laughs) so the main character tula is played by nia vardalos she's getting she's being made up to look like and i quote a snow beast (laughs) and all of her girls are tearing around the house trying to get into their dresses and nylons this is probably why i thrive in chaos Okay, so like a fun fact about that wedding or that um, that movie, because I watched some of the behind the scenes stuff when I mm-hmm. first watched it. Uh, so Nia Vardalos, she had the shot set up for that particular scene for her to be sleeping on a certain side and then a fake zit was going to be put on her face. But the day of the shoot, the zit was on the other side of her face. Oh, no. So the entire cast and crew shifted the scene to be backwards specifically for the zit on her face oh my God. so she's like you don't know how humiliating it is when the entire set is shifted for your face <laughs> oh my god because it was a real set oh no <laughs> now i don't know if the windex worked but oh my god it's just put some windex on it guys <laughs> oh my god no i watched that movie and i was howling the entire time it's very funny it's mm-hmm. so so funny because it's I, I imagine it was a little bit like how my parents got together because my yes. dad my mom was one of the first to kind of like marry outside of the community and so my dad is as Canadian as the driven snow if you've ever met him he's amazing and I love him so much but he's white his name is Dwight we call him the white guy <laughs> and my mom of course is is um you know she came here she came to Canada as a little girl so you know she's we've got kind of both those sides there so I'm watching big fat Greek wedding and the wedding scene alone is just like oh my god the girls are putting nail polish on and then they're putting the That's nylons on on top and everyone's trying to fit into dresses and Oh my god. Okay, guys. So, I mean, as you can guess, as you guessed it, today's segment is on our planner's perspective is whether you can afford to be a bridesmaid. For you new listeners joining us today, the planner's perspective segment is when we take one topic or element of your wedding day and discuss and debate both sides of the coin. Think of us like your coffee filter. Everyone is giving you confusing information and opinions. We take it, filter into smooth and sensible advice. With all those worries and concerns bouncing back and forth in your brain, it's hard to stay sane when you have friends and family offering conflicting advice. After we discuss, stay tuned for some information that will help you both make a decision that works best for you. So, today's topic, can you afford to be a bridesmaid? Do you think it's excessive, the expectation of being a bridesmaid? And I say this in the sense of the idea of the whole destination bachelorettes. Um... I mean, I've heard of horror stories, to be fair, but I've heard of some brides that make their girls sign up for gym memberships. Um, They've had, like, mandatory hairstyles and, like, hair types of, like, highlights in their hair, um, going to tanning beds, things like that. I don't agree with the tattoo thing. I think brides are silly when they want their bridesmaids to cover up their tattoos for their wedding. Or, like, I've heard people saying, like, Oh, like, are you going to get your tattoo art piece put on you before or after my wedding? And it's like, your friend is your friend or your Mm -hmm. sister or whatever. Mm -hmm. You should appreciate them for who they are total, not for, like, that tattoo piece on their arm. Like, that's just a part of them. That's, to me, that's a bit of a silly one. Like, they, you knew them with the tattoo. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Or, like, the blue hair, purple hair, whatever. Like, you should accept your friend's who they are and if you want a certain look for your bridal party then just don't have them in your bridal party (laughs) right Mm -hmm. yes no absolutely i think it's um but again like like i I think again like i said you want to sort of surround yourself with the people who love you Mm -hmm. and who you love right and 
wherever you find that, whether they're all family members, whether they're all friends, whether they're friends from all different parts of your life, you may have a bridal party that's like a total mixed bag. You might have a childhood friend. You might have like a university friend. You might have like a work colleague. Nobody's met each other before. And you're all just kind of like thrown in there together. And you're like, we all have one common thing and it's the bride. bride. And you kind of all work together a little bit. But if you're going to be asking someone to be in your bridal party, I think you need to, like you say, love the person for who they are. Or if you have a major issue with how they look, um, you know, if you're telling them to sign up for a gym membership, that's, that's a huge that's a very problematic thing to be flag. asking that's a huge red flag as a friend um but and like the expectation of being a bridesmaid i think it is beginning a bit excessive oh yeah i think unfortunately social media has kind of created this realm of like my bachelor party and then mm-hmm. all the expectations that follow it I think it's very editorial and it's like people yes. that's not the real world no <laughs> i don't know if you know this yeah like i instagram is a jad filter i don't think i have any photos from my bachelorette except one you and shouldn't i think it's from what the happens hotel. in whistler stays in whistler yeah, we just like it was a picture of us leaving the hotel and that's it mm-hmm. and it's just like oh this is my bachelor party but like nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't remember a lot but yeah but yeah, there's like this certain expectation where you have to pay for everything and you have to be a part of all these things. And unfortunately, oftentimes in groups, one person doesn't want to give up the money. And they seem like the bad guy. And sometimes they are, but yeah. Can you blame them? <laughs> well, and again, it comes down to when you think about you're going to be forking out upwards of two grand yes. to be in a bridal party. That's a lot of money. That's a, that's a lot of money. And some of it seems really excessive. Some of it's just the kind of the cost of being a bridesmaid. But I think mm-hmm. some of it's like, why? We're in the era of, you know, post hangover and, you know, the bri- even bridesmaid, the movie, how they're going to Vegas, you know, yes. they end up having to disembark because yeah. she flips her <laughs> lid halfway over the, I don't know, prairies. Um, <laughs> but this idea of going away for your bachelor party, your bachelorette party, I mean, whatever happened to you know, going out to a club that night or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. staying local. I think there's like, like I said earlier, there is something fun about traveling with your bunch of girlfriends mm-hmm. for a Oh, purpose. of course. Like it's, it's a little hard sell, like personally for me and my husband. It's like, hey, I'm like going like on a trip with a bunch of my friends, like for no reason. It's like, oh, it's her bachelorette party. It's like, I have to go. Like, oh, I'm so like not looking forward. Like, yes, I'm looking forward yes, to I'm it. Yes, I'm looking forward yeah, to it. Like, I get to hang out with a bunch of girls and like in the sun. Like, glorious. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, to have like. I think it's purpose. a luxury, but I, I think it's hard to um to make people. Like, the expectation of the expect- them have, having yeah. to go. Yes. Because then you kind of create a little bit of animosity. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, uh, I'll go to a bachelor party, but Tim went to a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Now, their expectation of cost was out of control. Right. Now, being the creative person I am, I figured a way around it. So they rented a house in Palm Springs. It was like 20 guys. Super fun. Like, whatever. But they, they flew to LA to bus to Palm Springs. Why? I think the idea oh my of God. a bus is fun on the way to bachelor party, Mm-mm. not on the way back. <laughs> We're sick of these people. And they also did it from a Wednesday to a Sunday. Now, Tim works, right? So what I did, I was like, look, I, I, you can do it. Of course, I'm not going to be like, you can't. But if you are struggling to take those two days off, I get it. So what we did is I um, got him a flight from Bellingham, which is extremely cheap to 
to Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. And then he drove and met them at the house on the Friday and then left on the Sunday in his own car, got on the flight. He was home, I think, nine hours before. No. Yeah, like an insane time. Yes. Because <laughs> oh they had God. to like get on the They're bus. They're hopping all over the place. to LA. Yes. LA fly back to Vancouver. So it's just, if you can't afford to take the whole trip, maybe try maybe. a creative version. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. No, absolutely. Yeah, like, I'll meet you there. Well, and sometimes you have to because sometimes work gets in the way. I mean, especially if you're expecting people to travel on a plane mm-hmm. rem- to remote places or to different places, you know? I mean, if, if you're doing it over the work week, it's – you kind of have to assume that there will be some people that are like, I can't – I've got a meeting at work. I've, I've got responsibilities at work that I just can't get around. But I'll meet you there and I'll be there for a good chunk of it. I'm just not going to be there for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. So. And that's like a compromise. And mm-hmm. I think it's really up to the bride – to accept that compromise of course there's certain stories that we hear it's like the bride just was like oh like you're ruining my day <laughs> like well i can't afford it i'm like are you go- are you gonna pay my rent yeah. are you gonna buy my groceries <laughs> yeah. I, I have a mortgage to pay i've got children to feed i've got a car to pay for mm-hmm. you gonna pay for that that's I've so sweet of you notice the nicer brides that don't expect anything get so much more out of their bridesmaids of course you do you I get way take... more flies with yes. honey than you do with vinegar oh man my bride our bride erica is a Example Erica, we love you. We love Erica. We love all our brides, yes. but Erica, she was awesome. So Erica lives in Australia with her now husband, but she had her wedding here. Mm-hmm. And all of her friends hadn't seen her in a while, so they all met up in Vegas. So it was like this super fun, crazy, crazy experience. She had lost her voice. I saw like video. She was up on the stage, pool parties, everything. Now, Erica didn't ask for any of this. The girls had done it themselves. Nice. They planned it all. She said nobody had any drama. So her expectation was zero, and she got... She was like probably the craziest weekend of my life. Nice. So, <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. So it's like if you are just nice and don't expect anything, like this is what you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the bridesmaid dress as a bone of contention because I feel like that is the one thing that everyone <laughs> flips their lid over. Now, there's a lot of online platforms now. There's Lulu's and Moomoo's and, you know, all, not, I'm not even making this shit up because okay, it's literally the names of these websites. Moomoo is a thing that Homer Simpson No, or Mew Mew, Moomoo, I don't know what it is. It's on Instagram. There's Lulu's, there's Birdie Gray. There's a whole bunch of online so platforms. I know, right? Yeah. Where you can actually get some relatively affordable dresses. However, it's all online. You've never tried it before and you're hoping to God that it's the right shade. And it fits your boobies, okay? I definitely feel like you and I have those body types that don't work on oh, online dresses. Hard. No, I can't look at that dress. I gotta dress. try it on. I gotta try that shit on because I know I'm gonna have a tit underneath <laughs> one elbow and, and then I've got like, it's not the right size because I'm, a joke, but it's true. I'm like slightly taller than a hobbit. I'm only 5'2", so I have a dress. I've spent $500 on it and my alterations, I've got to lop three quarters of the bottom off. Can I make that into a purse? I don't even know. How about a scrunchie? You want a scrunchie? Here's some huge scrunchie. Blush whateverness. Oh my god. I did like how um Sam and Sam did their wedding. Mm-hmm. We say Sam and Sam Samantha Sam and Samuel. Sam squared. We but she had her bridesmaids wear different patterns and colors. And mm-hmm. I would argue that they they could wear their dresses again. Right. They were beautiful. So I love it always makes me laugh when with the whole idea of like well, you can just you can wear it again. At no, like as we mentioned, at no point will you really ever wear a, <laughs> a bridesmaid, bridesmaid dress, dress again because you know. it just looks like a bridesmaid dress. It's just got a look. Mm-hmm. So, what do you do as a bride if you're expecting to 
you know, like part of the experience is like you go to the bridal store, you've got all your girls there, you're picking out dresses. What do you do? Do you find one dress that fits everyone, but it's a different color? Do you let everyone get their own dress? Be like, okay, I need you guys to find a dress and blush, find a dress that fits for you so that everybody's able to kind of find a dress that's within their budget. Um, If you're a super relaxed bride, be like, sure, you can reuse a dress from however many years ago, whatever. I don't really care. Like whatever works. Right. So, I mean, we had, um, I was a bridesmaid a few years ago and the bride had, she didn't, both her and the groom were working on a very tight budget and they weren't able to get a lot of financial support from mom and dad, the moms Mm -hmm. and the dads. So she said, I will buy, I'll, I'll take care of the cost of the dresses. So we go to the store and it's like sisterhood of the traveling dress. There's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like we've got different shapes and sizes and colors of the bridesmaids. And we're like, there's no dress with your budget that's going to fit. However, we found a dress that fit that all of us, all the right, sh- different shades of greens. And it looked, it was so like, it. I was so shocked. We saw Amazing. They're, they're cute. Yeah. They're so pretty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, very elegant. And it worked on all of our different shapes and sizes. And that was the most important part. However, it was $100 more expensive. So all the girls got together and were like, okay, are we all cool to cover the cost? Yeah, open communication. Right. And so that's what we did. So she, the bride, took care of two-thirds of it and we paid the remaining balance plus the cost of all of our alterations. Okay. So we were able to take care of that. So, I mean, there's, there's I think, ways with the bridesmaid dress that you guys can kind of like work together a little bit. Yeah. But have an open conversation. <laughs> I think that's like the underlying piece of this podcast is like, Make sure you have that open conversation with each and every one of your bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. Like, are you ready to make a commitment? Can Mm -hmm. you afford it? And Mm -hmm. don't judge them if they can't. So people are buying houses. They are are different stages of your life. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason that they can't join you for your bachelor Mm -hmm. party, for like the shower. Like they don't have to be a party or bridal party to enjoy some of those things. Yes. But don't try to have someone commit if they can't afford the cost and don't get upset if they can't exactly no a hundred percent for sure um have you ever been part of a bridal party where everyone fights with everyone <laughs> i mean yes <laughs> bigger question how much leadership does the bride offer so that she can rein in the girls so and i it, feel like i've got so many questions here i like have you ever had an opinionated bridesmaid or a maid of honor who's adding on to the budget Oh my god, we should totally do this, or we should do that, or oh my god, we should totally buy the bride's the the wedding dress. Oh, I do are not you like serious? I can't that. even afford my own dress, and you want me to pay for someone else's yeah. dress? Like, I love the bride. <laughs> I'm here to support her as much as I can, emotionally, <laughs> emotionally, and spiritually, and mentally, but financially, here's my hand. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of um, I'd say like negative energy mm. happened between me and a, like and some wedding parties. Like, as a person, as a bridesmaid, mm-hmm. uh, purely because food wasn't involved. It was a big one. Oh, yeah. You yeah. need to eat all the time. Just in the sun <laughs> all day. Oh, so hungry. Losing my shit. Like, <laughs> nobody packed sandwiches. Like, it was a bad idea. But, I mean, there's always going to be little negative things here and there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can really do about it. <laughs> I, I mean, what do you do, right? I mean, like I say, like I said earlier, you've got a group of people that have never met each other before. And they have to be best friends. And they have to be best friends for like six months. Mm -hmm. So you want to, obviously you want everyone to get along. But I think the idea of like laying out the groundwork of like, okay guys, 
this is what I, if you're a bride that has an idea of what she wants for her wedding and all of these different milestones of like, I want the engagement party mm-hmm. and the bachelorette party and the shower and all this sort of stuff. I want it to look a certain way. It's going to cost some money. Mm-hmm. Are you guys cool to pay for this? Yeah. And if not, but you really, really want to have that person you there, in, yeah. then do you help them? Mm-hmm. Or like oftentimes, so my shower was a great example. It was held at my best friend's parents' house mm-hmm. where she grew up. So I've known her since I was three. So I know this house very mm-hmm. well. We used to play in the yard as kids. So her mom and then my mom, I believe, like help host that. So like if you as a bridesmaid or maid of honor can't afford it, like connect them with your parents mm-hmm. because most of the time moms want to be a part of it or grandmas sure, they yeah. want to do they want to do the more elegant stuff like the shower oh for sure the engagement party and like let them like yeah. what's the difference between you and mom doing it like the big cost is really the bachelor party mm-hmm. and that's when like moms aren't really going yeah we should hope not <laughs> well i mean they might mm-hmm. feel like they want to and that's so when- everyone's welcome okay real talk this is the part where we provide you with information that's going to help you make the right decision whatever you decide you should be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Okay. As the bride, explain to your crew what's expected of them. Yes. I think that's really important. So if you, like I said, if you have certain parties, like your bridal shower, they have to dress a certain way. They have to, you know, be, par- be part of the planning process. And, and, you know, if you're going to some venue, the expectation that they're helping to fork out to pay for that said venue, you need to kind of let them know that. Same with the plans for the bachelorette party. If you are always, if you are always planning to go to either like Whistler or Vegas or I know Palm Springs is another one because it's just a you know short flight over, um, anything like that. If that's was your plan from the beginning, you need to kind of let the bachelor the yeah the bridesmaids know that because otherwise you're gonna kind of create this division. I mean, I've been to a few bridal, oh, some bachelorettes where not everyone was able to make it in the bridal party. And it was very clear. Because then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, it was very clear. Because then all of a sudden you're having, you know, these, oh my God, do you remember when we were in like so-and-so place? Is, yeah. And the bridesmaid's like, Fun. no, because I'm broke as shit and I couldn't friggin' go. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden you have this like resentment and bitterness and be like, I don't want to be in this part of the friggin' party anymore. Like this is mm-hmm. lame. I'm not able to be – and it's not because they don't necessarily – don't want to go it's because sometimes they're they're prevented from going and mm-hmm. typically it's because of finances yeah right so uh i've been to a few of those because <laughs> then it's really and then it's really oh, awkward yes. it's really awkward and then you'll have like okay so you have a destination bachelorette party and you're like oh it's okay don't worry about it because we'll do another one close to home and then you're like okay well no but i'm like the 2.0 version mm-hmm. this is kind of ghetto yeah that doesn't really work like oh we're gonna have like this vegas trip and then it's like oh we're gonna go out for clubs and then here. have another one mm-hmm. because not only does that suck for the people who couldn't go to the first one mm-hmm. if i had was expected to go to both of them i'd be pissed off because then all of a sudden now you're forking out Double. for two bachelorettes mm-hmm. that's also not cool and then again, sort of paying for your own things too. So having a conversation about like what exactly you're going to pay for. So are you going to pay, are you going to cover everything? Are you going to cover the cost of the, you know, for specifically just for the bridal, for the wedding itself? You'll cover the cost of the dress. I'll cover the cost of your hair and your makeup. I'll cover the cost of your shoes. I'll cover the cost of, you know, Manny petty, all that sort of stuff as the bride. Or are you expecting the bridesmaid to cover all of that? Because how many times have we had some 
brides that are like, oh, well, some of my bridesmaids aren't going to get hair and makeup done. And we're like, please yeah, don't do that. No. For the love of God. Mm-mm. please, It's all or nothing because it's mm-hmm. going to be so obvious. You've got yeah, four it, girls that have contour shots. and you've got two that have lip gloss on. There's <laughs> yeah. It's different. You can tell. You can, you can always tell. Bad. So we always say like pick one or the other. Mm-hmm. Like do get makeup but do hair mm-hmm. or, or something like that, right? Yeah. But uh, don't offer, especially the hair and makeup on the wedding day, don't offer, do you want to get your hair and makeup done? Because mm-hmm. that never, yeah. ever works. That's the only thing where I would say it's like all or nothing. And then if it becomes mm-hmm. like everyone has to have it done and you have got one or two people that are like, I just can, I can't pay for, if it's a $200 service and you're like, I can only cover 100 or 150 meet them halfway. Yes. It's 100 bucks, but. Yeah. Another thing to think about is like, monetary we can kind of touch it and feel it and we know what like a monetary value is but like do your bridesmaids have the time and energy to give to you mm-hmm. like oh my god they, yes right like i think before i had my baby i could give that time i can't now it, yep. it's impossible like yeah, before like everything going on so you have to like realize that expectation like do you have the time and energy in your daily life to mm-hmm. give me like to go dress shopping together to go you know, try cakes to go, whatever, right? Yeah. To go on this trip. And sometimes it's a yes and sometimes it's a no. Yeah. So you just have to recognize that or somebody has like a really, um, like a really important job. Yeah. Uh, like for us, for example, it'd be really tough for us to be in a bridal party in wedding season. Oh my gosh. Because we're purely busy every weekend. So you can't expect us to go to like a dress fitting at 1 p.m. on a Saturday because we are running around. We're running. We're working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually was a bridesmaid. And it's weird. When I was working. And thankfully, the bride was also in the industry. And I told her, That's I'm, right. yes. I said, I'm so sorry. I've got to, I, I can't, I've got to work. What are you doing at Tuesday at 10 o'clock? <laughs> And she's like, uh, I'm working. I'm like, okay, so that's when I'm available. And mm-hmm. so I had to sacrifice that experience. I, we were able to swing it around where I, we actually did it on a day that I could go. Mm-hmm. So it was part of all the girls. But if the bridesmaid is okay with not necessarily being part of that experience, the bride has to also be okay with that as well. So yeah, like in that, in, and don't be mad with. at them too. And just be like, okay, so, so <laughs> I have a story. Um, <laughs> so I was in a wedding and what? what? Where we actually had the bride really, she, she was very specific about the people that she included in her bridal party. So she chose me because I knew her. I was a high school friend. She chose um, her cousin um, because she, and she chose another friend. The reason she chose all three of us was because we were all different parts of her life. That, ex- that met and knew her now husband. And I was like, that's a really cool thing. So yes. it was all different stages of her life. I thought that was really cool. Her friend was, kept saying that she was able to be part of the process uh, and was totally fine. She's like, yep, yep, yep. And it wasn't a financial thing. It was strictly like, I have a bigger priority. And <laughs> we learned that leading up to the wedding that the priority was not my friend who is mm-hmm. getting married. It mm-hmm. was herself and her her new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really kind of put a wrench in a lot of the stuff that we did. We were originally, so we were looking at doing um, actually a destination bachelor, bachelorette party. We were going to go as one huge group. There wasn't a lot of us. So we were like, we can all fit in a car. We'll keep it really simple. Um, but a few people voiced their concerns. They're like, we can't afford it. I was like, okay, no problem. Then we'll go up to Whistler instead. I, as the maid of honor, I changed everything around. I made all the arrangements. She was one of the reasons. She said, you know, I can't, um, I can't take that time off work and I can't afford it. No problem. Fair. Yeah. Of course, no Be worries. Open and honest in the beginning. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So we go there, we rearrange everything, and she only shows up for four hours on the first day of three days that we're there oh, she's because cool. she's like, oh, I have other plans. And my With her boyfriend? Like, no. Well, <laughs> yeah. Course. It was a few things. And we're like, well, what? We just this rearranged this entire thing with you in mind to make sure that you are part of the experience. And now you're telling us you're literally leaving before dinner so that you can drive back. Yeah, and my friend's like, I'm getting married once. Mm-hmm. If It wouldn't kill you to even stay at the night. Yeah. And I then, showed up. Like, right? <laughs> and and then there was a lot of things. So um, this bride, this was, this was about 10, 10, 11 years. Oh my God, 11 years. Jeez, man. <laughs> um, 11 years ago. So she was really trying to cut costs. They were spending money in ways that they felt were important, but they're also trying to save a lot too. So she did a lot of DIY stuff. I got to help her do a lot of that DIY stuff, but I loved it. It was fun. And but Shannon came on. Yeah. Shannon came and helped us too. She had so much fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, all the bridesmaids were invited. We're going to start, we're going to do invitations. We'd love to have you. We're going to have wine, we'll have food. It's, It'll be, it's a fun little hen party. Great. Oh, I'm not available. Oh, I'm not available. Oh, I'm not available. But we're paying for her dress. We're paying for all this stuff. So mm-hmm. we end up having an appointment with our seamstress mm. at my parents' place. <laughs> And um, she brought her new boyfriend that they've been dating for like 11 minutes, which Uh, is fine. No. We love all, we love everyone. Everyone, the more the merrier. Mm -hmm. I had charcuterie. I had wine. I had had a whole bunch. Of course I did. Mm -hmm. I had all that sort of stuff. We're upstairs changing and the bride and the groom are downstairs with the new boyfriend. And they're they're like, this is the first we've ever heard of you. Tell us who you are. (laughs) And they find out that. Every time we were inviting this particular bridesmaid to come and help us and be part of the experience, and she wasn't able to to come because she was working or excuse, yeah. excuse, excuse, she was actually at her boyfriend's place, five blocks down the road from the oh bride and groom. God. So she's traveling from Vancouver out to where we were. Like so she made it. That's about an hour. Abbotsford. Yeah. She was driving, oh out, to, driving out to Abbotsford. And my friend came up with this... They, this, this she came up with this problem of like, what do I do with this bridesmaid? Mm-hmm. And she decided she's she's like, what do I what do I do? And I, and she's like, I'm not I'm not happy with having this person. I've asked her repeatedly. I've and I've told her I said, listen, if you have issues with anything, like please let me know. Let's have an open conversation. You're my friend. I want you part of this whole experience. But I need to know if you're going to actually be part of part of this. Mm-hmm. We're moving things around to ensure you're included. We're making sure things are cheap so that you're included. She ended up firing the bridesmaid. I mean, yeah, I got to. Yeah. actually, It was the one and only time I'd ever heard of that. And she's like, I feel really bad doing this, but I just don't, I don't know what to do. You don't want that energy. You don't. You on, your ener- on your wedding day. You then. don't. It's a weird decision, but you have to make it because you get one wedding. Right? You get one wedding, you yeah. get one experience and you're like, I want to be surrounded with people who love me and support us mm-hmm. and that want to be part of this. I don't want you to just show up. And then be like, okay, bye. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the kiss of death, we're no longer friends anymore after the wedding, right? So, Awkward. well, and I, <laughs> and I think that kind of just leads to my last question. Can you say no if you can't afford to be a bridesmaid? Yeah, I think like that comes down to my weakness is I have a problem saying no. <laughs> well, I think everyone wants to be part of the day. Mm-hmm. You want to be part of that fun. You want to be part of like the crew that sits at the head table and you're like, mm-hmm. um, I'm a bridesmaid. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> or... I'm the maid of honor. You can sit down. You know what I mean? Like you have, there's this little kind of love, this kind of feeling of like, actually, I've only ever been maid of honors. I've never. Oh, look at you. Meow, meow. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) Uh, I have been a maid of honor a few times. 
and I've been bridesmaid for sure. Um, but every time there's this, this kind of feeling of like, I'm not better than everybody else, but you no, definitely but you feel like you're, you're elevated. You're, you are highlighted. You are elevated yeah. than the average guest you get at a wedding. flowers. You, you do. People know photos. you. They introduce your name, okay? Mm. So yes. you can kind of see where people think it's yeah. their day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, if you have – if you've got a – um you know, a bride asks you, hey, you know, I want you to be part of my bridal party. And you say, I, I, I can't, I would love to, but I honestly, I just, I can't afford to be part of your day. Give it money or time. That's, those are the two big ones. Yeah. Money or time. You know, I mean, I had, um, um, my really good friend actually. So Shannon was the, uh, Shannon was her maid of honor and she's like, I'm having a really, really small wedding. And I never once assumed that I would be in her bridal party because I was like I just I understand how much it costs yeah. I know you want to keep it super small I, I'm just really really honored to be invited and she pulled me aside and she's like are you I'm really sorry I hope you're not upset that you're not invited and or as a as in the bridal party and I was like oh no no I can't afford I'm like thank you <laughs> so much leave me out. I'm like thank you so much I I honestly I actually can't afford to be in your bridal party but I'm so happy to be there on the day you still get to be part of it <laughs> You just don't have to fork out 2G. <laughs> you get to still enjoy our love. Yeah. I'm still going to have fun. I'm still going to have a glass of wine. It's great. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think it's really up to the bridesmaid to say it. But it's also up to the bride to I think like, ex- explain her expectations. We yes. About, like, disclose what, disclose what you want. Exactly. I think you need to disclose what you're expecting. Mm-hmm. Let them know, like, okay, listen, I'm planning on doing this, this, and this. I really want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and be honest about it and just be like, I can't, I can't afford that. And if you, if they end up starting to add on (laughs) as the planning process happens at like, oh, let's do this. And oh, let's do that. Or, oh, we've decided we're going to do a destination bachelorette. And you're like, I didn't budget for that for this Mm -hmm, month because I live on a budget. I'm I can't go. You can't be mad about that. You have to be okay. You will be part of that experience. But at the same time, you're like, you can't be mad that I I can't go. And I also think like, I think a bachelor party with guys is easier because guys will do one night where they go out to a bar and all of his friends pay for everything. Yeah. But that's one night. Women have to do multiple events. We do everything in excess. You know and this. And <laughs> there's multiple outfits and multiple so hair. I'm saying. Multiple it's not nails. just so in the night. Like it's the guys the... like, oh, yeah. Like, we, like, like did shots at this bar and we, like, played football. And, like, yeah, that's awesome. That's one night. You wore jeans. Yeah. And a... <laughs> Manky shirt that you pulled off the floor. I've I've spent yeah. weeks trying to fit into this dress. <laughs> I've tanned. I got my nails did. I got my hair did. Like I'm getting all this sort of stuff done on day one of three. <laughs> yeah, it costs a lot to be a bridesmaid. Totally does. Yeah. Do you love your friend enough to be their bridesmaid? Mm-hmm, yeah. You got to sit down and think about it. I think. Or like if you have a smaller party, mm-hmm. you can choose to do bigger activities. So yeah. uh, I'll take um, my, my friend who's also my personal trainer, Ryan. He has um, his best man. So he was having some struggles with his wedding party. They couldn't afford some of the things that they wanted to do. Right. So his best man, best friend, great guy, he set up for everybody and he took him to Columbia, his hometown. And they had a blast. Shut up. I know. Isn't that cool? Okay. So well, like Columbia. Hello. Like brotherhood, right? So that he was like, my best friend just didn't care. Like he's like, he was gonna give me an experience and he did. But like Ryan never went up to him and said, You need to give this to me. Mm-hmm. Just out of the goodness of his heart. And he was like, F everybody, like, let's do this. So definitely reflect on it because you don't wanna waste a year of your life 
stressing. Yeah. Nobody no. wants to be a stress bucket. No, or constantly talking about it at work or with your friends or just being annoyed. You want to have fun. Yeah. At the end of the day, you want to have fun. You want to be excited. You want to be there to support your friend and you don't want to be bitter as you do it. <laughs> you don't want to be resentful. <laughs> God, I've got to wear this freaking dress I'm only going to wear once. Brutal. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks guys for listening to another episode of us rant. <laughs> um, don't forget to hit subscribe to catch on the catch us on the latest episode. Yeah, and uh, tune in next time when we have another fun topic for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a great day, guys. Take Bye, care. guys. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.